and hot rods how's everybody doing all right let, let's try that again heroes hogs and hot rods how's everybody doing are we having a great time yes <laughs> just one person says yes who else is having a great time you guys are having a great time. All right. I'm having a great time, too. My name is Jake Lamore. I am from the Kankakee Podcast. We are doing a live recording of an episode right now here with you all. I'm hoping you'll enjoy this. Uh, we're going to hear from some amazing people today that are a part of Heroes, Hogs, and Hot Rods, and also Project Headspace and Timing in general. If you're not familiar with the organization, we'll get into that as well. Uh, now, before we start, uh, we've had we have some wonderful sponsors uh, that have made this live episode possible, uh, starting with Kankakee Community College Foundation. Uh, they're holding their annual KCC Give Day on August 27th. Uh, so community members, alumni, faculty, staff, students and their families and friends can all support a variety of needs through this online fundraising event. And every gift will have an impact on the lives of KCC students and their sustainability of the college. So if you want to donate, you can visit kcc.edu forward slash give day. Again, that's kcc.edu forward slash give day. And the great thing is all donations are tax deductible. And uh, also uh, Dairy Queen. In 1938, Sherb Noble introduced soft serve ice cream to the world at his Kankakee ice cream shop and uh, opened the very first Dairy Queen just two years later. So today, the Noble family continues the DQ tradition, serving delicious treats and creating enduring memories. The Noble DQ team is proud and grateful to be a part of the greater Kankakee community. Whether celebrating a big win, taking a break from the day's challenges, or going on a first date, Dairy Queen treats always hit the spot. Kankakee Key City News is another gracious sponsor of Kankakee Podcast, this live recording. Uh, James Taylor Sr., he's been uh, publishing Kankakee City News since 1972 because he loves his African-American brothers and sisters and his hometown area of Kankakee County. So City News has done their best to highlight the positive contribution of people of color to the growth and the development in Kankakee County. Now, as years go on, Kankakee City News will continue to publish its weekly paper because they believe our communities deserve a voice that respects all its residents, both black, white, and Hispanics. And last but not least, this wonderful banner you see behind me was done by a company called Digital World Design in Bradley. And, uh, you know, when it came to finding a local business to print this banner for this live event, I was, I was quickly drawn in by their professional, high-quality work. And then what got me to stay and wanting to continue to do business with digital world design in the future is that Richard was just amazing when it came to answering my questions. I would have a question for him. He'd have an answer for me right away. There's the train. <laughs> you might hear that uh, here and there. Um, so digital world design, not only do they print vinyl banners like this one you see behind me, but they specialize in commercial sign installation, vinyl graphics, custom awnings, and web and graphic design. So go to digitalworlddesign.com or see them on Industrial Drive, just off of North Street in Bradley. All right, so let's get this episode of Kankakee Podcast rolling. I am uh, going to welcome the the reason why we're all here, or one of the reasons why we're all here, uh, Eric Peterson 
of Project Headspace and Timing. Let's give him a big round of applause and welcome him onto the podcast. Come here, Eric. Come on. So uh, if you've listened at all to uh, Kankakee Podcast, or even if you haven't, the very first episode uh, that launched in May of this year featured a nice, long, very entertaining, very informative conversation with Eric Peterson right here. And he uh, is the, the head honcho over at Project Headspace and Timing, which has organized this amazing event for veterans in need for our area, which I think deserves another round of applause again. Thank you. Thank you, guys. So, Eric, how are you? You know, not bad. I was just like, I wish I had more things going on to stress me out. You know, everything's been going way too smooth, you know, but all things considered. Are you being serious or are you... I'm so sarcastic. I don't know when I'm being serious anymore. So that's kind of hard to say. But well, um, I mean, from from my perspective, everything looks like it's going great. Yes. Well, I mean, we've had a lot of help today. So that's made it, you know, just that's made it so phenomenal. One of the things that we said when we first wanted to do this, because earlier this year, I mean, I want to take a second to say how amazing it is that all of us can be here just out together enjoying each other's company listening to music talking to each other because earlier this year we didn't know if we were going to be able to get to do this and so when it got to the point where we were like do we continue to do this should we just shut it down be with the number of veterans that we've worked with over the past year and a half we knew that we still had to do this because it's about mental health it's about mental health awareness it's about you getting help for someone in your life that you know because usually it's not the person reaching out for help. It's usually someone in that person's life reaching out for help. So we're like, all right, whatever. It's going to be stressful. It's going to be hard. There's going to be other hoops to jump through. Some of those hoops are going to be on fire. And then we're just going to figure it out. So we were And then you'll put them that. out. You'll put out the fire. Then they'll relight Someone again. will put it out. Tom yeah. will put them out. There you go. Tom will do it. Um, now, there are people here that I know that know about Project Headspace and Timing. And obviously, if they want a more in-depth um, uh lesson about you and project headspace and timing they can listen to that first episode of kankakee podcast but quickly let's talk about uh just a brief summary of what project headspace and timing is and why you started it and when you started it and how that all came about yeah okay so um Long story short, I did half a dozen deployments between Iraq and Afghanistan. First one was infantry with the Illinois Army National Guard. I came home. I became a paramedic with Riverside. And then I went back over as a, as a, as a medic with the State Department as a private military contractor. And then again with the DOD. And in 2017, uh, February 26th, uh, a friend of mine that I was a medic to pulled over on the side of the road on his way to work. He took out a service pistol and he ended his life. And I was a private investigator at the time, and I saw the GoFundMe come across my Facebook page with his face. And like, that is the worst way to find out that you lost somebody is through a GoFundMe on Facebook, right? And so I remember when I found out about it, like it really, it put me in a really bad place for a long time. I quit my line of work because it had me traveling all across the country. I came home and I realized my place is here. You know, when I was a medic, I took that... Uh, title very seriously and I looked out for the welfare of my guys and I felt like I was falling on that so I came back here in 2017 I started the nonprofit unofficially I started going over to the veterans home in Mantino and I was bringing beer out there because I didn't know I couldn't do that <laughs> and they were super Uh-oh. cool I asked you the never veterans, were right down the street from the police station and so. I asked the veterans I was like is this okay and they said yep and I'm like good enough and so I just brought beer out to them and I felt better sharing stories I felt better talking and I was like there's something here so we got other uh, people together and I was spending all of my personal money to do all this kind of stuff and then at some point I was like we have to do something else and so luckily well and probably Ashley was like we can't be spending all this money oh yeah she was just like what are you doing (laughs) yeah but the village of Mantino insanely supportive there are hometown hero banners on every single light post you know they're obviously very pro-veteran i knew that if i wanted to do this and i wanted to do it right i had to start an organization i had to get some good people around me and we had to start having these hard to have conversations about how you're really doing 
Like, are you okay? Because people talk about how millennials uh, complain a lot, but I just think we're the ones that start talking about things that people may not have talked about in the past. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's how we kind of, that's how we started. Okay. And the, the ultimate, so this whole event, Heroes, Hogs, and Hot Rods, is actually a fundraising event yes. for Project Headspace and Timing. And your ultimate goal, I mean, obviously, you, on a day-to-day -day basis, you're helping veterans with not only their mental health needs, but just basic necessities. Oh, absolutely. Um, in Kankakee County. And, but th there's, a, there's an overall, um, uh, the, the, the big long-term project, I guess. What, tell us about that. What is the, the big goal, the big I, dream? I'm glad that you asked, Jake. <laughs> so we have a few. So one of which is a veteran advocacy program we're working on with Riverside, St. Mary's, and all the local police departments to get veterans together with other veterans as early on into the treatment process as possible. Because it's my belief that that will lead to an increase in the success of the treatment when they have another veteran over them letting them know, hey, I've been there. I get it. You're not alone. We can do this together. So the veteran advocacy program is one piece. We're working on developing an app. Local Bites deliver, uh, Delivery, Chris Silva, he's got a booth set up down here. He's helping us come up with the app because it's going to be similar to Local Bites or like Uber, where you can actually put out a page needing a veteran advocate to come out and help you with a veteran that you're working with. So that is a one piece. Another piece is we are working on building a transitional tiny home lodging facility for homeless veterans. So I've been working on this project for a couple of years now. We initially partnered with the Prince Home. Uh, we ran into some uh, roadblocks there. I got their blessing to pursue this privately and work with them in the future. So, so it's not through Prince Home, this tiny home. Correct. Okay. Correct. We will work with them. Um, there's certain things, obviously, the state of Illinois cannot do that we as a private organization can and vice versa because you know when it comes to mental health when it comes to veterans if you look around it you look at all the uh mental health uh vendors that are here everybody here is doing something amazing it's a different piece to the same puzzle so we just wanted to get everybody together so we could put this puzzle together and see what it looked like so when it comes to working with prince home doing the transitional tiny home lodging facility you know, to say that it's just one organization that's spearheading, it's kind of it's kind of unfair because it's just it's a lot of us that know what needs to be done. And we're all just kind of working together to try to do that. And there's there's so many other great organizations in the area that help veterans oh, with yeah. the things that they need so uh, assistance with. Yes. So and a lot of them are here today. Yep. So um, are, are there any in particular that you want to point out? Oh, um, man, I don't know <laughs> we have here. Yeah, it's just. The Marine Corps League. Uh, so the Marine Corps League, they support every single thing that I have ever done, even though I was not in the Marines. And they tell me all the time that they'll let that slide, which I appreciate. <laughs> uh, the American Legion, uh, Post 755 out here in Mantino. They're also amazing. Adopt a soldier. Um, there's too many to name. I mean, there's there's so many organizations. Like I said, they're all working on a different piece. And the one tough thing when it comes to like getting mental health, mental health help, is there's so many different things out there. It's hard to kind of piece through and wade through those murky waters to see what really is out there. And so we knew that if we just had everybody sitting down together, well, then you can walk through and you can figure out what it is that you need. Because we're all like we talked about before this podcast started, man, like we're all trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to build up our community and take care of one another. And that comes with working together, not working by yourself. Absolutely. You know? Every single one of us, every single organization, no matter what type of organization it is, we all need to be working together, mm -hmm. not against each other. Agreed. And we can all achieve our individual goals yes. by just simply helping each other out. Uh, hey, let's give a big round of applause to the Mantino Police yep. Department for being out here today. Yep. Thank you for why all your why assistance. Are you shaking your head? Come on. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, um, you know, I, I wanted to try to make this experience interactive with everyone. So does anyone by chance have a question that they want to ask Eric about anything he's talked about today or about anything in general with Heroes, Hogs and Hot Rods? Uh, my lovely girlfriend right here, she'll raise her hand. She has a microphone uh, and she, she can come to you right now if you raise your hand and say, hey, I have a question for Eric. Nobody has Makes a question like for I'm Eric. In grade school again. <laughs> Nobody wants to be that person. I understand. Nope, All I right. How understand. about this? Where are our veterans at? Raise your hand. 
Any veterans? There's one. Wait, some more. Right there? All right. Sir, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us where you served? No? <laughs> Any veteran that would like to stand up and tell us where they served and when? What branch? We got time right here. Hey, there's one. You? Yeah, me. All right, here, my, my girlfriend's got a microphone for you. My name is Michael Pickens. I served in the United States Navy between the years of 1992 and 1996. Thank yeah. Thank, thank you very much. And I still want, there's one thing I want to continue to do, and that's still serve my country. All right. Best country in the world. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much for your service and stepping up. We really appreciate that. Any other veterans want to step up and uh, tell us uh, when they served, what branch they served in? You're, you're more than welcome to step up. My girlfriend over here, Lizzie, will bring the mic out to you wherever you're at. You just got to raise your hand. It's like, eh. No? <laughs> well, I am grateful for Mike for stepping up. Thank yeah. you once again for Thank that. Thank you very much for that. And also, if, if you wouldn't mind... I did want to make one uh, quick announcement. I didn't know if everybody knew, but we are also trying to raffle off a 50-inch television, and there is exactly like one ticket in there. Um, so if anybody wants to make their way over to the welcome tent, we are raffling away a 50-inch television, some custom-built wooden flags by some veterans in the area. Uh, you might not know about it, so please, there's not too many tickets out there. Make your way out there. We'll be calling that after uh, after Johnny plays here in a little bit. Okay. All right. And that's approximately what? what he will be finishing up at 345. After 2021, I never know what day it is. <laughs> never I never know, know what, what time, time it is. is. I don't know what year it is. Yeah. yeah after 345. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, Eric Peterson, once again, from Project Headspace and Timing. Let's give him a big round of applause. Thank you, For Jake. putting this whole thing on. Thank you so much for uh, having Kanky Key Podcast out here yeah, as well. For coming out here, man. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. So um, we w I want to thank our sponsors once again that are helping making this uh, live recording of Kankakee Podcast possible. Uh, we have the KCC Foundation. They have their annual give day coming up on August 27th. You can uh, give and in any monetary amount that you can, even if it's just $5, to uh, kcc.edu forward slash give day. And then, of course, the uh, Noble Family. Dairy Queen stores here in Kankakee County are proud to be a part of the greater Kankakee community and uh, proud to, to be a part of this today, as well as Kankakee City News and Digital World Design. So our next guest is, is a veteran who has benefited from all the services that Project Headspace and Timing has provided. So this is just to prove to you that Project Headspace and Timing does work. What they're doing is working and it is helping people as long as we help them continue to grow. So let's please welcome Mike, uh, is it Totten? Is that how, Totten? To the podcast. Let's give a big round of applause to Mike, everybody. Yeah, yeah. You just put the. Yep, yep. There you go. I was gonna say you know all about that. Yeah. You're a you're a a media guy. Yeah. So um, is the here? Oh no, yeah, I can move. Oh no, just guys. I got bendable one. All right, so Mike, yeah, you you actually uh, are a, a video uh, production guy. No, no. No, you're not? No. Oh. No, he lied. Thought, I'm, I'm an, kind of like an IT guy. Oh, you're an IT guy. Yeah, so I do a lot of coding. But you do some video production, right? Uh, I have friends that do video <laughs> production. <laughs> I, I have contacts that do. Okay, but. so, so let, let's, let's get straight to, I want to hear about your story. So let's start with the, the very beginning. When did you join? What branch did you join? When was this? Yeah. Uh, so I actually joined the Army in a delayed entry program. So I think it was like 2003. Then I graduated high school in 2004 and then went to basic. And after basic uh, July 2004, I uh, went to airborne school, broke my leg. Still a leg because I never got my wings. But uh, after that, got stationed over in Germany. Uh, I was infantry. So 11 Bravo for anyone out there. 
No? All right, just us. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's okay. Yeah. Pretty I hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, I joined the infantry and stationed in Germany, deployed uh, 06, 07, and then again, 07, 09. So, a lot of back-to-backs. And then when I got out of the military, I had the option, you know, move back home, go to college, or... And at this time, we had the contracting world really starting to bud. And so I went into the contracting world. Uh, and that's where I met Petey many years after uh, he had or And Petey, for those that you know, is is a nickname of for Eric yeah. Peterson. Yeah. Petey. Yeah. Peterson. We all have Petey. call signs. So my call sign was Dirty Mike. <laughs> but you can't have your real name and your call sign. So it was DM. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So so you um, so you met PD when exactly again? Uh, it was I want to say August 2015. Okay. So what was your experience like in the military? What did you come up against? Uh, oh, you know, uh, I mean, it, not necessarily like I, I'm not talking about like battles or anything yeah. like that in particular, because even without that uh, military can have a uh, an impact on you that kind of sticks with you and that you, you need help to get over that that mental hurdle. Oh, 100 percent. Or physical hurdle for that matter. Yeah. Like you said, you know, your leg. Yeah. Um, but, uh, with this, like with the, just the military overall, I mean, it definitely helps like provide a lot of structure for you, but you know, that structure can come at a detriment when you like leave the military and you go to the civilian life and now you don't have that kind of like a support group, which you could always rely on. You know, you got your squad, you got the platoon, you got the company. And when you leave, now you just have the company, you got coworkers and you know, they clock in, they clock out and then you go home and. You just dwell on your thoughts, and it's like a dangerous place to be. So, so when you were done serving your time, you came home, and you, where did, did you start doing IT work at that time, or? Yeah, so it's kind of weird how I did everything. Um, so, I hurt my back while I was contracting. So I was on DBA, which is kind of like workman's comp, but for government contractors. And so that's when I did like an internship for kind of like analyst work. And that's kind of how I got my foot in the door with United Airlines, who I work now with now. Um, But then I went back to Iraq. After that, I was in Basra for a little bit. And then I eventually got the job with United. And just so happened that I just picked up coding really quick. So... Now, what, when, when you, uh, when did you start to kind of, to hit a point where you were having a a hard time? You know, it was probably, it's always hard, but, and it's weird how I say it is like, cause I, like I had way more deployments than PD. Like, I think we did the math cause I did it for about eight years and it's three months, one month on or three months on one month off. And I did that for eight years. And I called it like a, like a heroin addict. It's like a, you're going to the methadone clinic and it's where you're getting your fix. Because it's not like it was in the military. Because the military was like, it was hard. And contracting, it's a little easier. You know, you live in a nice, you got AC everywhere. But it was like a, it was, to me, it was like a, it was, I was weaning myself off of it. And because even when I would come back home for those months, it would be tough. But, and then when it really hit is when I actually stopped for good, good. And I knew I was never going back. And it just kind of was just like skirting the, uh, the perennial toilet bowl of life. Uh, and yeah, I was it was like, just, what do I do now? Yeah. Kind of thing, right? Like I, now I had that nine to five that everyone has. And my life just, you know, completely changed. So, and it just takes a wear on you. And eventually, you know, you just kind of break. So what was your, your, did you hit a breaking point and that's when you started getting help from Project Headspace and Timing or when did Project Headspace and Timing come into your life? So luckily I've introduced some of my local friends, uh, like in, I live in Chicago and I introduced them to like some of my contracting friends. Like we were down in the Dominican Republic and he lived, one of my buddies was living down there. So, you know, I was like, Hey man, we're in Punta Cana swing on by. He was in Santo Domingo. So he brought his wife down and we hung out, went drinking and had a great time. So they, they were introduced to like people from my past who knew, knew my past. And uh, there was a day where, yeah, I did hit a breaking point. And 
I was going to, uh, I was going to kill myself. And, but I put the phone down or I put the gun down and I picked up my phone. I was like, guys, I need you to come over. Like, just take the guns away. Cause I don't know how, like I'm good now, but it could change. So, and that was kind of my breaking point. It was just like a combination of a lot of stuff. I mean, my dog just passed away and he was kind of like my rock and you know, I just felt like empty and alone. And so it was a rough time, but so, and that's when my friends reached out to my buddy who I had introduced him to and they reached out to Petey cause we all, you know, we're all on the same team. And that's when Petey was like, Hey man, and he called me up in the, the hospital and was like, yeah, like we, we can work with this. And like, he did, gave me all the information I needed and helped my, like my family with information and just was there. Like he doesn't understand. He's like, I didn't do that much. I'm like, dude, you did a lot. You did a lot. <laughs> Eric does a lot more than he realizes. Yeah. He he's just so amazing. Uh, just I mean, this uh, this whole festival is an example. Uh, you know, both him and his wife Ashley and and so many others uh, have uh, have just made um, made this such a great thing for our our area. Yeah. Um, and. You know, the, the fact that you're here, that bullet didn't enter your brain, really shows that Project Headspace and Timing does what their mission statement is and what they're all about. Oh, yeah. So, um, it, and is there any other things you want to share about your experience with Project Headspace and Timing? Any uh, things you would encourage people to do? Yeah, if there are any uh, vets listening who are just haven't talked to someone, just talk to someone. It helps out tremendously. Uh, my therapist was at the Road Home Foundation. Uh, it's based out of Rush University, um, but they're they get their pain, they're sponsored by the Wounded Warrior Foundation. But my therapist was a former O three eleven, you know, Iraq War vet, and. Like so, the, saw he saw a lot of action. Yeah, we like we're the same. He was infantry in the Marines. I was infantry in the Army. Okay, and it's just nice to be connected, you know, with someone that just understands. Because it's not like going to this psychiatrist and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, here's some medication and yeah, I understand that how that makes you feel. It's like I don't really think you do understand how that makes me feel because they, you know, they've never been in that type of stressful situation, and so it does help to have someone like. It has worn those shoes you know, yeah, to talk to. As, as it's been evident talking to almost anyone that has served in the military, it's such a different lifestyle. Because when you come home, that's when a vet, not, not, not everybody, but can have a hard time yeah. adjusting to the real world. Yeah. You know, because before everything's kind of planned out for you. You know where you're supposed to be. You got your crew, you know. Uh, it, everything's there. Yeah, you live together, you eat together, you sleep together. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And there, there's really, sure, you have communication with the outside world, but you're still living in your bubble, exactly. so to speak. Yeah. So when that bubble's gone, you're like, what do I do? Mm. So um, so it's, it's good to uh, actually be able to talk to someone that has been in that situation that can understand, like finding uh, whether it's a, 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 a mental health professional that has served maybe in the military or just a, another vet that has similar experiences. Yeah. And that's uh, one of the things me and Eric had uh, signed up for is, you know, become a mental health uh, first aid responders. So, and that's kind of like our goal is to work with other veterans and we might not like, we're not going to diagnose you, but we'd be like, Hey man, I understand. I got some information for you. And you know, it really comes down to the individual though to, you know, go yeah because that's the hardest part is to go mm -hmm. so yeah it, it's it's so hard to do just taking that step or making that phone call mm -hmm. like you did just that step alone is just so hard to do because most of us just can't get past that we need help because it's embarrassing yeah but at the end of the day we need to realize we're not the only ones 
Exactly. We're not the only ones who are feeling this way. There's so many other people that feel that exact same way, that and that embarrassing kind of feeling that it that maybe there might be some uh, ashamed ashamed feelings attached to it as well. But yeah. that we all feel that on on certain levels and certain degrees and certain instances, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, you just gotta get over that stigma. Yeah. So absolutely, and and that's what Project Headspace and Timing is for. Uh, if you know you are ready to make them that phone call they can be that first phone call or that first contact and they'll put you in connection with the right person mm -hmm. so uh mike totten thank you so much once again for being on uh kankakee podcast and, and being a part of uh heroes hogs and hot rods and, and project headspace and timing and i'm i'm grateful and thankful that you are here today me so, too i uh a lot, a lot owned to, to eric and all my friends so they saved my life all right. Well, let's give it. Let's give a round of applause to Mike. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Uh, once again, this. Uh, oh, you all right? Um, once again, this live uh, recording of Kankakee Podcast is uh, being presented by uh, the KCC Foundation. Their annual give day is August 27th. So make sure you go to kcc.edu forward slash give day. And even if you can just give, like I said, even if it's just five bucks or whatever, it does go a long way to help students in need at Kankakee Community College and just the overall sustainability of the college as well. Uh, Noble Dairy Queen stores are also a proud sponsor of this live recording of Kankakee Podcast, as well as Kankakee City News, who's been serving uh, the, the greater Kankakee County area since 1972, and Digital World Design on Industrial uh, Drive in Bradley. They do uh, web and graphic design, but on top of that, they printed this beautiful banner that's behind me uh they also do commercial signage and and uh, so much more beyond that so make sure you go to digitalworlddesign.com to view everything that they have going on now our last guest on this uh, episode is uh, someone who works in the mental health field so we're gonna get uh her perspective now on what what it's like when she does have a veteran come to her or or maybe um someone uh she, she can kind of guide us on maybe a loved one that actually needs help uh that is a veteran what we should be telling them or where should we where we should be directing them so let, let's please welcome kelly fry everybody oh thank you thank you <laughs> so you are just to get things straight you are from two different organizations uh you work for riverside correct i do work for riverside i am a critical care nurse um and the director of critical care services okay and then you're also here for buddy check 22 Sure am. So um, I am also a veteran. Um, I served in the U.S. Army for eight years. My husband is a veteran as well. He just retired from the service, 26 years in the Army. Wow. Congratulations <laughs> to him. Is he here? He is. He is. Oh, there he is. Oh, congratulations. Is. Thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, Buddy Check 22 is actually like a social media phenomenon. And um, the whole meaning behind Buddy Check 22 is 22 veterans commit suicide every day. And so that's one veteran every 66 minutes. Um, as a critical care nurse, um, you can imagine that I am meeting our veterans in the ICU when they are absolutely at their lowest. It could be... Um, an attempted suicide. It could be alcohol withdrawal. It could be um, a heroin overdose. And it just breaks my heart to see my brothers and sisters really suffering and doing all of these self-medications to, to really fight those demons that are occurring within, within themselves. Um, veterans are really good at deflecting uh, deflecting our, our needs and not wanting to really open up to uh, non-military individuals. And six years ago, um, I had a veteran who had come into the hospital. And um, I have permission to share his story. Um, his family and I um, have a really strong connection. And he is the reason why I started Buddy Check 22 for Kankakee, Iroquois County. And 
we got him involved with the VA. He was a, um, he had survivor's guilt and he was just really struggling to reconnect when he came home from Afghanistan. And what he was met with when he came home was, let me buy you a drink. Come have a beer with me. Uh. Let's go hang out. And the community really did surround him. It was just in a way that really led to um, some other issues. And Drew was really working his program. He was going to the VA and he came upon his anniversary date. And he was not able to make his appointment. And unfortunately, he didn't have anywhere to turn to. And he committed suicide. And as a nurse and as a veteran, that was something that I just could not fathom. That we have all of these um, resources and the VA provides, you know, such wonderful care for our veterans And yet, as a community and as his support system, we were not able to give Drew the direction that he needed. And so, when I came home from Iraq, I really recognized that I was not willing to go and speak to a mental health specialist. So, did you, from your personal story coming home from Iraq, did you think you didn't need to talk to anyone? No, I didn't want to. You just didn't want to? No, I really didn't have the, the want, the need to sit here and explain myself or try to explain why I was feeling the way that I was or why I was so angry or the nightmares that I was having. I just didn't feel that... A non-military individual really deserved to have that that secret of mine, and I'm I'm comfortable saying that now as as a nurse, and I was wrong. The key thing to my success was my friends and my family, and so one night, my cousin Sarah and I, she's also on Buddy Check Board. It was really like, what helped you the most? What kind of services helped you the most to be successful? And I said, you know what, Sarah, it, it really was you. And so with Buddy Check 22, our message is really simple. On the 22nd of every month, I ask that you reach out to a fellow veteran in your life and see how they're doing. One phone call can make all the difference. If you're waiting for a veteran to reach out to you, we're going to miss it. And so I implore everybody within the community to reach out to our veterans. With that, Buddy Check 22 provides mental health services to not only veterans, but their entire support system. And so this could be your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your wife, your husband, your grandma, your aunt, your uncle. We recognize that in order for a veteran to be successful, we need to support their support systems. And so we offer well in mind mental health therapy through Riverside Medical Center. There is, it's free and it's confidential. And that is our approach. That was the gap that I discovered was as a community, we need to learn how to support our veterans being successful as they're coming home. And let's, so my question is for, for those of us who don't have military experience, like I've never been in the military. Um, I have a lot of friends who haven't been in the military, Mm -hmm. but let's say, um, they know someone or maybe their brother or something was in the military and they're, they're having a hard time adjusting to civilian life. What, what is something that, what, what are the things we shouldn't say to them or do to them? Because I feel like some of the, uh, some of the first things that come to mind that we think we should be doing are actually the complete opposite. We should not be doing those things or saying those things. Does that, does that no, make sense? Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, coming back and, and adjusting, Something that was so simple, such as thank you for your service, left me with a feeling that I didn't know how to respond. And so as you kind of accustom and you, and you get back to, to doing the normal things, 
you know, you, you learn certain coping mechanisms. I would have to say one of the, the best things that family and friends can do for their veterans that they know um, are struggling is don't encourage, you know, harmful, bad behaviors. And so and what I mean by that is, you know, hey, Eric, I see you're having a bad day. Let's go have a drink. Okay. Or, hey, you, you know, I know you're really struggling. Let's just take a drive down to the dispensary. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's those kind of bad habits that really. Um, they can become addictive. Absolutely. You know, because obviously there's nothing wrong with drinking. There's nothing wrong with, absolutely. you know, uh, enjoying uh, recreational marijuana. But. If you uh, partake in anything too much, uh, it doesn't even have to be uh, recreational drugs. It can be anything. Absolutely. You know, I eat too much chocolate. That's not good. <laughs> you know, chocolate's actually good for True. you, but in small amounts, right? Um, the other the other thing is, is, you know, uh, really leaning in and being comfortable having uncomfortable conversations. And so as a family member of a, of, of a veteran or a military, you know, a service member, you're going to hear some things that might be upsetting. And my advice is, is, is you have to lean in and be a listener. You know, don't project judgment into that conversation um, and just be present, be in the moment. Let the conversations go where they need to go. And building that trust back up. And then let's say we're in a scenario where the veteran is is very depressed. They're just they're just lying around the house Mm -hmm. and they're living with their family. Now, what should that that family do? I like I know some people's automatic response would be like, well, you got to you got to kick them in the butt. Yeah, get them going, you know, get them going. Mm -hmm. But is that the right thing to do? And so what I would say in those kinds of situations um, with Buddy Check 22, you're going to go ahead and dial 815-933-2240 and ask for well in mind and just say that you're with Buddy Check 22. They have trained therapists that are going to be able to give you the tools that you need in order to create that healthy healing environment. Yeah, because I I don't know, just from my perspective, I can't imagine like, trying to light a fire up that up their butt you know Mm -hmm, to get them up mm -hmm. and going from being depressed i would imagine that's not going to help the situation right you get everything's in baby steps yeah you know you don't want to you don't want to have a a big shock to the system one of the things um also that we utilize with our veterans is volunteerism when you you know to be a service member that selfless service is one of those values that is instilled in you. And yet you can still be able to participate in selfless service by helping community members, volunteering, and putting yourself out there. When you're focusing on helping someone else, you are helping yourself. And it sounds cliche and people may be like, oh, I don't want to do that, but it's really true. Like it, And especially if you find an organization um, that you feel the most comfortable and volunteering in. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously so many organizations out there that you can be a part of that need volunteers. So it's just a matter of finding the right one. Finding the one that's going to match your mission. Yeah. So what's a, a, another thing that you suggest uh, to, uh, to, to civilians uh, uh, to help veterans? Uh, how can they help? Absolutely. You know, one of, one of the um, easiest, most simple things is just have a conversation. In, you know, the world of COVID and social media and you go out to restaurants and you actually look around and look at how many people are looking at their phone, they're disengaged. And this could be a family unit sitting at the same table and not having a face-to-face conversation. And so that's where I say, just be open to having a conversation. Say hi to someone, you know, granted, with with the covid virus and and everything else and everybody needed to stay home it's safe to get out outside and look at someone in their face and say hey how are you today 
yeah. look awesome. Yeah, it's and a, just, it's the simple things, and and it can really make an impact on absolutely that other person. You it's, know, it's not a secret. No, <laughs> it is not a secret. It is not a secret at all. I know. Uh, well, here's here's a just a little thing. My uh, my external drive that I save everything on for the podcast, all my audio files, all my. Uh, my picture files, all that. It crashed yesterday, so I had a I, I had a hard day with that. Mm-hmm. And just a, 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 something as simple as my girlfriend buying me a little bar of ice cream cheered me up. Now that's really it sounds really silly, but I love ice cream, so you know, and it's really simple. So it did cheer me up a little bit, at least. Absolutely. You know, at least I got some ice cream. Absolutely. Out of the, you know. And that's where I I just always because every people do say, well, what should I say? Well, what do you want people to say to you? Yeah. And so how do you just let an organic conversation happen? Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you have any other uh, recommendations? Any? Uh, I, I'm always wanting to hear about things that we automatically think we should do, but they're actually the wrong thing to do. To me, those are always important things to talk about. Well, you know, and I, and I really try to avoid taking a stance on that because there's a lot of judgment placed on that. And so right or wrong, um, I would say not having a conversation, not leaning in and saying, you know what, bud, you look like you're having a rough day. It's so easy to see someone struggling, walk away and not be involved. And so... It really is human nature today, and I don't know when that turn in society happened, but you see something, you have to say something. And if somebody tells you that they are thinking of hurting themselves, it's our responsibility to call 911 and report that. Get them to a hospital, get them to the care that they need to the individuals who can train them. Don't ever walk away from a situation where an individual just put that out into the world. And, of course, there's Buddy uh, Check 22, and your services are absolutely free. Absolutely free. It's free and confidential. There's no questions asked. Um Again, the number is 815-933-2240. You just say you're with Buddy Check 22, and we will provide you with uh, free mental health services. It can also include family reunification, financial stresses. We don't limit it to just PTSD and suicide prevention. It's any life stressors. And, And you brought up PTSD. That's something... I wanted to touch on mm-hmm. too, and just to kind of uh, explain to uh, an, an everyday person what PTSD really is like for a soldier, and 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 it's not even for someone that has seen any action. They can have PTSD. No, and thank you for bringing that up. One of the most common myths that is out there about post-traumatic stress disorder is that you have to be a combat veteran or be in a war zone in order to suffer from PTSD, and that is not the truth. Um, A lot of veterans, a lot of service members um, will start feeling this anxiety, the suffocation or this loneliness um, and really start feeling disconnected once they have separated from the service. And what is driving that is when you are serving, you are living with your brothers and sisters. You are like-minded. You are together. And it can just be that simple separation that really causes individuals to start having issues. And that is one of the triggers for uh, PTSD. Okay. That's great to know. So Kelly Fry from uh, Buddy Check 22 and uh, also from Riverside as well. Thank you so much for being here, and uh, thank you for all you do, and thank you for your service as well. I did not know Eric didn't tell me you were a veteran, but I probably should have. <laughs> but I probably should have assumed that. So uh, th- seriously, thank you for all you do, and and I really hope that um, the the information you've given us today really instills in someone to get help or help a a, f- a friend or a family member to get help. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I am truly blessed. Of course. Eric, um, I'm going to, if 
Do you have any other announcements before we uh, close out the episode? And let's give a round to uh, Kelly once again, of course. Uh, yeah, do you have any, any other announcements for today or Project Headspace and timing? Um, you guys want to talk about the Cubs? Probably not. <laughs> nope. I would say, you know, please check out all of the booths that are here. Everybody that came out here has something to do with mental health. It might not be for you but it might be for somebody in your life. Uh, check out our welcome tent up front. We have a lot of amazing raffle prizes that really don't have too many tickets up there yet, so please go check that out. And just thank you for being here, and thank you for being a part of this. All right, well, thank you, Eric. Truly appreciate that. And truly appreciate everything you're doing, and uh, thank you for having us out here today as well. Being, being a part of this is truly amazing. Uh, just seeing literally your... It's like, it's the best way to see your passion actually out in front of you because like absolutely you know because you and i could sit here and talk and i can kind of guess and and feel your passion but actually seeing it out in the open like this in action is truly amazing well i mean some people might have you think that we're divided and i'm sure there are plenty of things that we are going to disagree on but when it comes to taking care of one another when it comes to being who we are You know, the America that I was proud to serve wasn't the America of September 11th. It was the America of September 12th. It was when we picked each other up and we looked around and said, hey, we're all in this together, right? Yeah. When Hurricane Harvey hit up here in Kankakee County, we're sending bass boats and semi trucks down to Texas to take care of people we don't know. That is the America that I was proud to serve, that Mike was proud to serve, that a lot of us were proud to serve. And so doing things like this, it it reminds us of that America working together for a common goal. So yeah, thank you. All right. Well said. Eric Peterson, once again, from Project Headspace and Timing. I'm Jake Lamore, and uh, that concludes this live recording of Kankakee Podcast at Heroes, Hogs, and Hot Rods 2021. Hopefully... It all comes back next year. Oh, yeah. 2022. We'll be doing this again (laughs) live in uh, the square on 2nd and Mantino. Thank you once again to our sponsors, Kankakee City News, uh, Kankakee uh, or KCC Foundation, uh, Noble Dairy Queen Stores and uh, Digital World designs uh you can uh find this this recording and all of our other episodes of kankakee podcast on uh any any place you listen to podcasts whether it's apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, or you can simply go to kankakeepodcast.com to listen uh follow us on social media at kankakee podcast for twitter facebook and instagram everyone have a great time thank you so much for being here it's been a, a true honor and privilege. Give it up to Jake Lamore, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. You're too kind.